So you're listening to this podcast. Maybe you want to make a podcast of your own. Well, Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast direct to Spotify. Everywhere else podcasts are heard as well. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And if you want to take the conversations of your fans to the next level, you can even do Q&As and polls direct through that same feed. Spotify for podcasters. Get it now. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Sports Key to Wrestling here on whatever podcast app you're getting this on. Subscribe to Sports Key to Wrestling on Spotify, Apple, and other popular apps. If you're just streaming us once, we have a whole lot more content for you every single week, nearly six days a week, including a special Raw review every single Monday night with Vince Russo, Smack Talk every Friday with Dutch Mantel, and exclusive interviews like this one you know, a big match like Drew McIntyre and Tyson Fury to draw the eyeballs of uh, lapsed fans or new fans to WWE within the UK, then let's do it. Whatever we have to do to make it happen, I'm all about that. December 18th, Rockford, Illinois, the biggest superstars of the WWE. It's a WWE Super Show at the BMO Harris Bank Center. Tickets will be on sale soon. Get all the info at WWE.com. It's a huge one, and we have, I don't know, one of the biggest pro wrestling superstars in the world. Drew McIntyre is with us. Drew, uh, wrestling is back in full swing. WWE is at the top of the mountain again. I got to talk to you a few months ago, right around the time. WrestleMania, we're going to be back. It's going to be so exciting. Now you are back. How how good does the locker room feel being back on the road? Yeah, we are back. It is so exciting. Everybody is ecstatic to be back on the road, making towns again, and seeing our WWE Universe live in person once again and hearing them. Uh, my goodness, what a difference it is for us as performers for viewers at home watching the show and for people being able to attend events again and have that back and forth, you know, with us as performers and uh, as performers with the audience, with WWE being such an interactive product. It wasn't easy not having um, an audience there to play off of and know it was working and not working. But we've got them back. They've been loud as hell every single night. We just came back from a UK tour, European tour. It was out of control how loud everybody was. And I know once we get to Rockford, they're going to blow the roof off the place. Uh, and then on top of that, we also just recently announced if you're in Rockford, it's not too far of a drive to get yourself down to St. Louis, yeah. January 29th, a uh, huge event, uh, a, a massive stadium. Tickets will go on sale October 15th for the Royal Rumble 2022 at the Dome of the Americas, uh, Dome of America Center. It's going to be absolutely fantastic in St. Louis. I know you have a big connection with the Royal Rumble because that launched you into the main event of WrestleMania. Yeah, and I was lucky enough um, to win it. And it was in Houston, Texas, in the stadium there uh, with 40,000-plus people. What an atmosphere. The Royal Rumble is such a fun event to attend. Uh, for the matches around the Royal Rumble, are always very exciting. But the Royal Rumble itself, the anticipation to who's coming up next, all the drama throughout and the inevitable winner, is such a fun show to watch and to be part of in the crowd. And my goodness, like winning the Rumble in front of that many people, was incredible and the fact that we're in St. Louis we're back in a stadium we could have that many people or more um, in St. Louis and maybe I can repeat it be a two-time Royal Rumble winner and get my title back for a third time but for the first time in front of live fans as I went in front of nobody 
than the Thunderdome virtual fans. And I want to win it in front of actual fans this time. Well, that, that leads me to this next question. Your career has been all these massive skyrocketing moments and then gut-wrenching like things that pull it back the the going into wwe the chosen one vince mcmahon himself crowns you and then the setback and you go back to the indies and you find yourself and you're back in wwe and nxt and and then an injury and then you get back to wwe and you're gonna be you're gonna face brock lesnar wrestlemania and then the pandemic and then the weather and then lashley and all these different things it's always the up and down it seems like you know how to take all this almost like circumstances are the heaviest pen in terms of your story. Am I wrong? Yeah, I mean, thank you for doing all the research. That's basically my whole career summed up right there. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, the reason I am today, the man I am today, the performer I am today is because of you know, not just the ups, but especially the downs and all the lessons I've learned along the way. And it took a long time to understand that and realize that even now, if I happen to fall, or things don't quite go my way. I always look for the positives now and look for the lessons to be learned during those difficult times because now I truly understand that they make you a better person. Like we're all going to go through difficult times. We're all going to have hard falls. It's how you deal with those situations and understand that things can get dark sometimes or they can get really, really dark. But there's always a light at the end of the tunnel. Uh, you're always going to come through and your future self is going to be grateful for all of those experiences, especially the more difficult ones and the harder lessons you had to learn, which thankfully I detail right here in my book, the Chosen Destiny, which you gave the, the quick synopsis of, but it goes into great detail in there of many of the lessons I learned. <laughs> the hard sell, brother. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, everyone's in movement oh, yeah. and, and everything's moving forward. Now, you recently just did the UK, obviously, to be able to perform in your home country of Scotland in the UK the whole region, very, very special, very special part of you getting back to WWE as well. Had to be a special thing. You've said it before. I talked to you about it a few months ago. You've been very vocal about it. You want a massive stadium destination show in the United Kingdom. What is the latest on that? Are you still pushing for it? And is this a dream match that you've been, you've been barking about with one Tyson Fury of the boxing world still a possibility? Ooh, a lot of questions. Uh, let's start with the pay-per-view. I have not stopped talking about it for the past 10 years, but especially the past year and a half since I became WWE champion. I've been fortunate to have uh, a lot of media opportunities and any chance I get, I talk about it. And the UK is such a significant market for us. The fans are so passionate and rabid, as everybody knows when you watch TV from the UK. And uh, they deserve a significant pay-per-view. It has not been one since SummerSlam 92. Next year will be the 30th year anniversary. I've been pushing it, pushing it, pushing it. And it's interesting, as much as I've been saying it all this time, especially the past year, during the UK tour, every night I spoke about it because any chance I get, I will push the idea of the UK pay-per-view. And I think I may have started a, a little spark to ignite a fire because suddenly the internet's telling me it's happening. And I was in big business meetings, apparently, with my my suit and tie on, possibly a PowerPoint presentation about how we're going to do this thing, which is fine with me, as long as people take the ball and run with it, because eventually, <laughs> one way or another, it's 100% going to happen. And uh, I'll be so proud when it does happen. If I had anything to do with it, that'll be one of my greatest achievements. And if it takes you know, a big match like Drew McIntyre and Tyson Fury to draw the eyeballs of uh, lapsed fans or new fans to WWE within the UK, then let's do it. Whatever we have to do to make it happen, I'm all about that. Also, Finally, it was great to be back home. 
for two years since I've seen my family, my friends, um, being back in Scotland, I kissed the ground when I got out the airport. I saw that. I inst- instantly regretted the whole of Scotland. You? Like, you, you know what's been there. Why would you do yes. that? I was just so overcome with emotion <laughs> when I got out the airport. My wife texted me who was arriving uh, to the Glasgow show <laughs> to be part of the experience. Said, I'm not kissing you until you disinfect your face. But it was so good. <laughs> To be back home. Everyone's, uh, everyone's worried about a pandemic, and it's like, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna slobber the ground here. I'm so happy. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't so much that. It's just Glasgow doesn't tend to be the cleanest place. It's more like <laughs> what people in Glasgow are saying. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was so good to be back home, see everybody, catch up with my family for the first time in two years, and then main event, the Hydro, uh, with Jinder, somebody who's been through as many ups and downs as I have. And you know, I did say to him afterwards, like, "Hey, think about five, six years ago. Imagine." The idea of us main eventing in Glasgow, sold out crowd, a place absolutely rocking. Ten minutes where I went to university, thirty minutes where I grew up. Look in the crowd, see my dad, my brother, my nephew, my wife, all looking at us in the whole of Scotland, screaming, going crazy as we closed the show. It was a pretty cool feeling. And then I got to have all the baby faces come down afterwards, all the good guys have a special moment with them. Instead of a beer bash, we had an iron brew bash, which is Scotland's national soft drink. We're all drinking it. Oh, Carbon tried to ruin our good time, and we all beat his butt, including Bianca, <laughs> and sent everybody home happy. So it was a great close to the tour. And then uh, my wife and I got to go to Paris as part of the Global Citizens event, spread a positive message um, to the world. as such such a big event. We're so privileged to be part of it, and I was so privileged to speak at it. And at the same time, I took my wife to Paris, so I win the next 20 arguments. There you go. You, you, <laughs> you, 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 you did all, you spun a lot of plates there. You spun a yes. lot of plates. I think that was all the questions. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I didn't mean to give you too much there. Before we get out, I, I, everyone asks about it. I know people have asked you what it's like to bring a sword through TSA. Uh, you have this giant, wonderful, uh, sacred heritage sword. It is truly a symbolic version of your warrior spirit. I want to know, do you ever get, actually get to use it? Do you ever like get to use it to like smash anything? Like, ah, tell it, telemarketers, and bam, I destroyed another phone again. There we go. Obviously, you got to bring it through TSA. That that's an interesting. Yeah, I mean, maybe just the first time that I when I first brought it uh, to to TV, the first time I went to TSA. You know, what it's like you're waiting in line. It's so monotonous. The people uh, who work there are just saying the same thing over and over, so they're almost in robotic mode where they're like surge of any laptops or ipads i'm like no no i don't but i do have this bloody great sword right here which got their attention and unfortunately after that and uh, you know the, the sword had to travel separate it gets its own private plane its own special treatment it's actually treated better than me um so <laughs> i gotta got, go through it's the, got more leg room <laughs> yeah yeah way more leg room it can lie down and you know it's just weighted on hand and food i'm getting a little jealous honestly there's some tension building between me and the sword and perhaps by wrestlemania next year you'll have yeah. Tim mcintyre versus the sword as the main event <laughs> sword can work though i heard the sword sort of hell of a yeah, hell of a head drew mcintyre the wwe super show coming to rockford bmo harris bank center december 18th get your tickets this is going to be awesome live events without tv give you this whole different experience if you haven't been to one these are so so special especially if you're a lifelong fan of the wwe and they're here you don't have to travel far uh you do want to make the trip it's gonna be worth it coming up the royal rumble at the end of january in st louis in the dome it's gonna be special drew will be there drew thank you so much for the time well, thank you once again, buddy. Appreciate chatting with you. Eventually, we'll do this in person. But until then, I'll see everybody soon. See you in Rockford, and I'll see you in St. Louis. My goodness, Randy Orton is going to get the biggest reaction ever there. <laughs>